Welcome to Elevate the Day. Karen and I are excited to be with you and to share practical ways that you can grow your relationship with God and live the victorious life Jesus died for you to have. Be sure to tune in each week and tell all of your friends so that you can elevate their day too. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello and I am here with my co-host, Karen Salisbury. Hey, hey, good to uh, be with you all today. How's everyone doing? We hope you're you're surviving the these last dog days of summer and enjoying what's left of what is my favorite season anyway. So we're we're excited to be here to kick off a, a show that's about finding your purpose, discovering God's purpose for your life. And this was sparked by an article I, I read the other day that's talking about the great resignation where 55% of Americans are quitting their jobs. They don't even have another job. They're just quitting. Wow. <laughs> and which is kind of, you know, crazy actually, if you think about it, but um, there's a reason behind it. And we're going to talk about that more today. So before yes. we get started, let's open up in prayer. Let's do it. So here we go. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time that we have together. We thank you for your word that's going to come through to everyone who's listening today. And Lord, I pray for a, a revelation, an insight, an inkling for anyone listening, that they get a sense of what your will, your purpose is for their life, that they know that you have a plan for them and that it's a really, really good plan. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I was reading this article talking about the great resignation, like I said, and people are leaving their jobs in droves because they're unfulfilled. They just don't feel like they are following their purpose and their passion. And so I wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking about that with Karen and I both so that everyone listening could know, number one, God does have a plan for your life. He had it before you were even born. <laughs> yes, that's right. And he wants you to fulfill his plan. He's not playing tricks on you. He's not hiding it from you. He's not playing cat and mouse and changing his mind. Like one day he wants your purpose to be this and the next day that. It doesn't work that way, right, Karen? That's right. He, before you were born, he called you and planned you and knew that he, and he actually needs you to fulfill your purpose. So I think sometimes, I think you and I, like you and I were talking about before we started that we, we teach little children, we ask little children, what do you want to be when you grow up? When really we should be asking them, what does God want you to be when you grow up? Because there is a plan. So why not seek the planner to find out where he wants you and how, because when he puts you in a place and in a position, it's, it's fulfilling for you and beneficial to the whole body of Christ or to everybody around you, to society in general. Amen. And, and God needs our, our hands and our feet on the ground. Exactly. We are, we are him down here doing his, his purpose, his will, and, and what he wants uh, for us to be doing. And, and guess what? He, he puts those purposes and plans and passions in us. 
He That's created right. us, right? That's right. Romans eleven twenty nine says the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable or, irre you know, you can't replace them. You can't change. God's plan for you is the same as it's always been and always will be. Now, there are different seasons, of course, you know, and sometimes you move from one thing to another in different seasons of your life, you know, say empty nester season or, you know, maybe because we're women, you know, and I know most of you out there listening to us are women. Hallelujah. Sorry for all you men listening. We love you too. But, you know, we maybe spent uh, our uh, many of our years raising children and then they go off, you know, which means, by the way, that you did it right. <laughs> that's right that's right well you know and maybe then it's a different season for you and you and you step into something else but all of that is in God's plan for you it's just a matter of seeking him until you find out where you're supposed to be where do you need me Lord where do you want me exactly and just if you think about a, a job maybe that you've been at for a long time um it's likely that you have changed job, like changed positions within right. that job. You started out maybe as a, an administrative assistant, and then you worked your way up to a, a vice president of, of operations or something like that. Well, all those different seasons in that job is very similar to the seasons of your life when you were a teenager. You know, you worked or did things one way versus a young adult versus someone who's married and like you were saying, an empty nester. So perhaps there are people that are the same their whole life. I mean, if they know they wanted to be a doctor when they were five and they're 95 and they're still a doctor. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But even then, things have changed along the way. You know, I think that it, the older you get, the more you realize seasons come and go and they're absolutely normal and it's absolutely fine, you know, and we might as well adapt to the changing seasons, you know, instead of mourning the one. I always tell people, if you're in a season that you love right now, then squeeze every bit of enjoyment out of it because it's going to change, you know, and if you're in a season that you don't love right now, take heart, it's going to change. Absolutely. You know? That's the one thing we can count on, right? That things will change. And, and I think that we're in a, a time right now where change is happening a lot faster. So I do think that that is feeding some of this great resignation activity yeah. that's going on because I- Dissatisfaction. Yes, there's a lot of dissatisfaction. And I think people are really just wanting to do things that they love, that they're good at and not chase the almighty dollar, if you will. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, have a purpose, find a, a purpose in their lives. And you and I were chatting before about millennials and, and the younger generation seem to get this a little bit more than us folks who are not millennials. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they don't want to, like we were saying, they don't want to inherit grandma's China. They want to sell the China and use it to dig wells in Africa. You know, which is a great thing. It has, absolutely is. And I think one thing that's so important when you feel that discontentment and all that, that we have to remind ourselves, of course, that our wholeness comes from knowing God comes from spending time with him every day, comes from, you know, putting God first, because again, he is the one with the plan, instead of striving. I know in my younger years, I was a striver, you know, <laughs> 
trying to make things happen and then getting so frustrated that I couldn't make it happen. You know, I really chilled out in my old age, you know, where I'm like, Lord, here's what's on my heart. What's on your heart. Tell me the next step, you know, and, and hit that peace, let peace be the umpire and guide you in your life instead of strive, strive, strive. How do I make this happen? Well, and, and that's a good uh, lesson right there because we have to trust him. We have yes. to trust God that he, A, has a plan. B, yes. that plan's happening. Whether yes. it happens when you're 30 or 50 or 90, that, that plan is going to happen because um, that's who God is, right? If you stay with him and you keep listening, I mean, there are people who never fulfill their plan and purpose, but that's not us because we are all seeking him, right? Seeking diligently. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And that's yeah. one of the, the tips that, I mean, Karen and I uh, say this all the time, but that's one of the things that, um, you know, we stress a lot is the only way you're going to get to know God <laughs> is seeking him. And one of those ways, obviously, is to spend some time in his word and knowing who he is. And if you study the, the life of Jesus and who he was, uh, is, and, and what he did, then you're going to, you're going to see God. You're going to see God. You're going to see exactly who God is when you look at Jesus. So what did Jesus do? He, he prayed every day. He sought the will of the father and then he went out and he did it. I mean, it sounds simple. <laughs> it sounds simple. And maybe, maybe for Jesus, it was really simple, but we're, we've been given the same gifts, talents, spirit, we can do the same thing. Yes, we can. And I, you know, that is back to read your Bible every day. I mean, my, my, my cousin and I, she's been a, a missionary to Africa for over 35 years. Right. So, I mean, she has to hear from God. <laughs> it's a, yeah. a life or death situation many times. And we were talking about, we actually talking about King David and how he, you know, how he ended up in the position he did where he was, uh, where he was on it, looking at Bathsheba on her roof, right? And ended up inviting her over and committing adultery and having a baby and, blah, you know, <laughs> sinning big time, God's favorite king. But you know how he ended up there was because at the beginning of that chapter, it says, and all the kings were out going to war, like God said to, and David stayed home. Mm. <laughs> Any to anybody, no matter how far they've come. I mean, by this time, David had fought giants and he'd fought Saul and he'd, you know, it was, he kind of let down his guard. He was finally king in his palace. <sighs> now I can let down. And so he didn't go out to war like he was supposed to. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he, you know, he had kind of let things slide. Mm -hmm. Everybody smiling and no one will know it's you. You know, we all get to that kind of place where we think, oh, I'm fine. You know, if you ever find yourself in that place and you think you don't need to read your Bible and you don't need to press into God because you already got this, please stop right where you are yeah. and realize, no, every single day we need to hear from him. Every single day we need to read our Bible. I don't care how many times you've read it. I don't care how many scriptures you can quote. You know, you need it every day because staying close to the heart of the father is key, especially in these days. Absolutely. And that complacency, if you will, or that, yeah, I got this, God, you can move on to the next person. I'm good for a little while. I don't want to bother you. Yeah. Anymore. No, 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 no. God is never too busy for you. 
Um, he wants to hear from you every day, all day, all day. And he wants to talk to you. He wants to you to hear from him. You know, some people go, God never talks to me. I'm like, well, A, stop saying that. And B, read your Bible, because that's him <laughs> to you. <laughs> and read faith. Open it up saying, Father, I know you're leading and guiding me. Amen. Amen. And I think that uh, just to, to close out a little bit here uh, and sum it up, um, I think this is a topic that's near and dear to, to my heart. And I love talking to people who have a passion and a purpose and they're, they're walking it out. And, and I'm just always so inspired by that because it gives me that um, excitement as well. And so it's just wonderful when people are in their lane doing exactly what God put them on yes. this earth to do. Yes. So we just want to leave you with a, a, a couple of pointers, if you will. Number one, God's not hiding his purpose from you. So if you ask him and pray, he's going to answer you. He wants to answer you. He wants you to know his will for you even more than you want to know it. Yeah. Yes. Because like Karen said, he needs you right now. We're in end times here. He needs every soldier he can get. Hey. Right. So read your Bible, talk to God, um, you know, look at what you're good at. What are your strengths? What are your talents? What are your passions? I mean, God put those things in you. So, you know, you got to start there, right? If you love being a gardener, if you love being a singer, that's a clue. It's a clue, right? Right. So we, we hope that this has, has helped you a little bit just to get you excited about, if you're not sure of your purpose, excited that God, uh, to know that God does have a, a purpose and a plan for you, and he's going to make sure that it gets fulfilled. Yes. And take hold of those scriptures. There's Jer Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, which we've talked about. I know the plans I have for you, plans for good. Write it out. And write out Ephesians 2.10, which talks about the, the before the foundation of the world. You know, he's called you to be to good gifts. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have my Bible in front of me. But, you know, he's created you for good works, right? Write that scripture out and then start saying it over yourself every day. There's a good plan for me. God created me for good works. You know, take Romans 11.29 and say, you know, the gifts and callings of God are on me and they are irrevocable. And he's working in me. This is in Philippians 1. He's working in in me both to will and to do of his good pleasure start saying what god says about you instead of i can't hear from god what do i do i don't know what to do right that's how we release our faith is right i write those scriptures out you know and i just start i put my name in there and i say this is true in my life amen and i think personalizing those and, and putting your name putting i really brings the message home and makes it real. And guess what? It's just as easy for you to say the negative stuff as it is the positive stuff. But if you want a, a change in your life, hmm, which one should you be picking? Yeah, that's kind of great. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you, I'll leave that as a, a, an open question for you all, for yeah. all of our listeners to figure out, but I'll give you a hint. It's the positive, it's the good stuff. It's God's word you want to be declaring. And with what God has said about you. And that's how we release our faith. Faith, I heard Brother Hagen say the other day, faith has to have a voice. Faith needs expression. And so we want to say what God is saying about us. And then we do that by taking his word and just saying what he says about us. 
Amen. Amen. So on that note, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening today and hoping that you enjoy the rest of the summer um, and staying cool. It's pretty hot here in the Northeast right now, but I love it. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week, God bless you and keep you. And we will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our show today. If you'd like to learn more about Karen and her ministry, head over to karensalsbury.org. She has a great blog and tons of books and resources that you're going to love. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. Also, don't forget to sign up for my weekly blog, Elevate the Day. It goes out every Sunday morning straight to your inbox. Head over to jennifercavello.com to sign up. And you can also get a copy of my new book, Finding God, Finding Me, which is also available on Amazon. Follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Have a great day, everyone.